Senator Dick Durbin is bringing the Senate Judiciary Committee, a panel, to Chicago next week for a field hearing. He says he wants to talk about gun violence. It's affecting a number of cities across the country. It's certainly an issue here. And he says, I want people here in the city. It's the first time the Judiciary Committee has been to Chicago for a hearing. And Durbin has the gavel, and he says, come on over here. We're going to talk about this. As maybe you've heard, we have nearly 800 homicides in the city of Chicago. We have over a thousand in the county, Cook County, over one thousand homicides so far this year, with over four thousand shootings. Father Flager has been on the front lines. He's been talking about this. He's been supporting his community, but also suggesting solutions for many, many years. And I, I just, Father Flager, I know you had a news conference today. Ideas about what to do now. It feels as if we need all of them. What are you suggesting? Well, and I thank you for having me on. Um, not only those. Uh thousand homicides in Cook County, but 81% of them um, uh, victims are Latino and black. Um, and it, it's, we made a number of suggestions. Say, number one, first of all, we want to solve all the homicide cases. You know, we saw on November 9th when Dennis Zhang was horribly killed in Hyde Park within 24 hours. Um, the case was solved, and the mayor and the police superintendent met with businesses, community residents, and schools, and we applaud that. We just want that to become a norm, um, not an exception. Um, we also want to have people to be able to testify anonymously. Um, there's a history of this has been done in Chicago. We worked with um, Winston and Strom Law Firm, and they did the research, and many people are afraid to testify. But um, it is a, a way that they can be testified and, and do it anonymously, and we want that to be looked into and, and brought into practice as the state's attorney's office. Also, relocation. It's done in many other cities. CHA can do a voucher for a relocation for somebody who testifies and is afraid for their life to another city. Um, we want to increase the detective stand, uh, staffing. Uh, detectives I've spoken to are just overwhelmed to have so many cases that they have, and they're understaffed and undermanned. So we want to um, increase the staff for detectives. We also want increased resources for Chicago police officers. Um, as you probably know, Chicago Police Department has one of the highest suicide rates in the country. So we want to increase uh, the police officers for mental health. Um, we want a state's, uh, assistant state's attorney uh, to homicide divisions assigned in districts and areas where there's high rates of homicide so they can have a working relationship with patrols and the detectives. Um, we want to develop a cold case uh, task force of federal and state law enforcement agencies to solve and bring charges for these past homicide cases. Um, some 80% of cases of homicides are not solved in the city, and I still believe that they're one of the greatest deterrents of people shooting if they know that you are likely to get caught. Um, it, starts to, it starts to rethink about what the actions you take. Um, two more just to resources, uh, improve the resource for forensic evidence, improve access to state DNA and ballistics lab and, and technology centers uh, that improve resources for analyzed cell phones. We had a young man who was killed in our parking lot uh, over a year ago. They had the cell phone. They had the text of telling them to come outside, all of that, and yet they, they said that they weren't able to get the access to the cell phone company. They didn't have enough people working on it. You know, that was a close-and-cut case, I was told. But nothing happened because of the, um, 
the, the inability to analyze cell phones and social media posts. Uh, finally, the tale of two cities. You know, we've got to, Anna, we've got to have more jobs, mental health counseling, housing opportunities for brothers and sisters to make a difference in their lives, not just tell them put the guns down, but here's the help and support we'll give you to fulfill your, your life destiny. So we want to, we, we, these are proven things. I've done a lot of meetings and with folks over at the University of Chicago Crime Lab who do nothing but research and study, and they, and they have proven solutions that can work. We just got to implement them. Yeah, I hear you on, on on all of those fronts. You know, you you mentioned such an important point. They need to solve more cases because if yes. you don't solve more cases, how does anyone? Then you are literally getting away with murder. Right. And, exactly. And, but but, I, but the other the important point you raise is that we know why so many cases go unsolved, and that's because people don't come forward. They're intimidated. Right. They're harassed. Their families are, or much worse, we've seen people killed yep. because they were set to testify. There was something in the news about that just about last week or so. Somebody had said, I'm going to testify in this case, and they ended up dead. So you, you need those kinds of things in place, the protection that you mentioned, yeah, the relocation. We the, right. We can do it anonymously. We can we do relocation. There's things that can be done that we're just not putting putting in place. We've got to give people the support to, to testify. Though People will do it, but there's some legitimate fear. And we've got to have more detectives. So where where are you? Have you had discussions with the Cook County State's Attorney's Office and others about trying to implement a program like that? It's been suggested before. We've never seen it happen. I have talked to State Attorney Kim Fox, and they're looking into how they can implement it. So that that's going to happen. Hopefully, um, um, we've reached out to the mayor, been unable to meet or talk with the mayor for several months now, and uh, just he won't meet with us. He won't meet with the parents who lost children to gun violence. Um, we had made ourselves accessible to Superintendent Brown and a group, and nothing's happened. It's interesting, you know, our young people tried to meet with all these folks, and then he reached out to the governor to try to meet with him, and within three weeks, they had a Zoom meeting with him. Hmm. But we can't meet with folks here in Chicago. Why, why do you think that is? I, 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 to be honest, to God, truth, I don't know what it is. I mean... All we want to do is try to make this a safer city. I mean, look what happened downtown in Chicago. Um, we get immediate responses, you know, and what happened down there with those young uh, folks on the on the street the other night was absolutely unconscionable. It was it was it was unacceptable. And what happened to that poor bus driver? Unacceptable. But there was an immediate response of what we can do in meeting with folks downtown, and we just want the same thing to happen in the communities. You did see the mayor had just announced, I think yesterday, there was a plan to build a billion dollars in affordable housing. She says that is part of the solution. If people don't have a security of having a home to go back to and some sort of stability there, they can't afford housing, that that's a part of what you talk about, stability in communities. Do you agree? I agree. And I, I applaud that, you know, that it's affordable housing that's that's going to be built. And I just I just think, Anna, that there's there's a, there's no one thing that can do this. There's a whole combination. I don't know. I don't understand when Chicago is the the become become known as this violent place around the country. In my mind, we should be calling people in from the street, from the parents, from the home. call people in and sit down. What can we do? What can we try? We, there's there's any number of things we should be doing all simultaneously at the same time just to save our children. We're talking about all the families that have moved out of Chicago. Um, I get it. 
If I had a, a, a black son now at 10, 11, 12 years old, um, I would be exact. I would exactly be putting him out of the city. I would be moving him with someone if I didn't have the money to move myself. Because I have parents in my church who begged their sons not to come home for Thanksgiving because hmm. they were afraid that come home could possibly be killed. Hmm. That is so troubling to hear that, it, and I guess it shouldn't surprise many of us. Uh, right. I want to ask you about something else. We have to pause here for just a moment, Father Flager. It's 218-773 says, use the National Guard as a deterrent. Just their presence alone will deter activity. That's come up, and it's been shot down. It's come up, it's been shot down. I do want to ask you, though, the larger question, which is, where are you on this issue of more police or fewer police officers? There are different viewpoints about what we need to move forward. You hear aldermen calling, we need more police out here, and then you hear other people in communities saying, we don't, we need other things. I'll ask you about that in a second here. Father Flager is joining us. He had a news conference today about solutions to this violence. You just heard him lay out his plan, the things he thinks should be done. More with Father Flager in a moment. Chicago police are canceling days off again for officers after uh, what happened last weekend, the violence that broke out, widely covered, including things that were happening downtown. They're trying to cover weekend shifts for this weekend, so they're asking police, cancel your days off. We need all hands on deck. When we broke their Father Flager, Father Michael Flager is on with us. I asked you about this because this is an issue. Some people see this as let's take more police and put them in the areas that need them. And others say we need fewer police officers. Where are you on that? Well, I think we definitely need police. I think the police department is tremendously undermanned. Um, I think that that cannot be the only answer. That's one of them. We need all these other things we're talking about. We need housing. We need jobs. We need opportunities. Um, We need to, to arrest the bad guys and put them in jail. Um, I do not think taking uh, days off from the police officers who are already stretched and stressed out um, is helpful to the police. We don't, they don't need that. Or 12-hour shifts, that's not what they need. That's not good and healthy for the police department and for their families. I think we need to, to up the police department in numbers. Um, I agree with the governor. We should not be calling the National Guard, as he made very clear. National Guard are trained for war, not for policing. We don't need that. We need police on our streets. We need people, police that are uh, mentally supported and uh, not strained out on hours. Um, and, but we need all the other things to arrest people, to do the mental health, keep people in jail who deserve to be in jail, um, give the options of employment and education and all the rest that we need to be doing. I think, and unless I say this, and I think this problem with the violence can be solved. And I think a lot of people just think we just got to tower it. No, we do not have to tower. We can solve this, but there's a whole lot of things we should be doing, can do, and we're not doing. Immediately, what would you do? If you got that meeting with the mayor that you so desire, what would you say, let's do this right now? I would say right now, let's, let's, let's put up the police thing we need. Let's get the, with the state's attorney's office and let's put um, the possibility for people to be protected when they testify. Um, let's go to re- relocation. Let's call in community meetings right now. If I was mayor, I would go out in every district right now where there's most of crime and call them in and say, what's the ideas and plans you have? This is your neighborhood. They got ideas. They got thoughts. Ms. Rawls sitting on a porch every night. She knows more about that neighborhood than most of the people down the city hall. Talk to her, listen to her, and talk to the young people. And let's come up with a plan per district, per neighborhood, as well as the overall things that we can do to stop violence in the city. Father Flager, thanks for the time today. Thank you for your thoughts. Thank you, God. Appreciate it.